Welcome to episode 118 for Wednesday, the 25th of May 2022. Here we go again with another Blind Guy Talks Tech. Today we're learning all about a fantastic app called Speech Central. But what does it do? You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode and another opportunity to learn about some fantastic apps that are out there that can really make the difference to blind and partially sighted people, especially those of us with low vision. Uh, maybe you have dyslexia, maybe you have uh, the inability to read print. Well, this could be an app for you. Today, we're going to learn all about the app called Speech Central, uh, which is available on various devices. Ivan Ichin is the developer and joins me now from Serbia. Lovely to have you here on Blind Guy Talks Tech. Tell us all about the app. Uh, well, uh, I started this business like uh, eight years ago, I think, or maybe it's even 10 uh, now. And uh, it is a development uh, business. Uh, in general, I tend to focus most on my apps, but at some periods I didn't have enough uh, revenue, so... Uh, I also did some sort of outsourcing, outsourcing uh, work uh, during some uh, uh, time. Also, I know at the very beginning I was working half-time uh, in one local uh, uh, company, but at this moment I am uh, fully developing uh, my apps and it is mostly one app that we'll uh, talk about now. So give me the, uh, the Americans love to use this term elevator pitch, which I must admit I can't stand, but I know what it means. Um, and it's often a good way for us to, to help understand the product. So to tell, give me the elevator pitch for Speech Central. Okay. Uh, so I, I did that actually in one, uh, uh, but it was at the very beginning of the app. There was one uh, local uh, uh, conference uh, I think it was more a sort of competition, but there were also some uh, investors, including foreign investors, present there was a jury and things like uh, that. Uh, so the point uh, is that uh, the app, uh, I believe that uh, the app is, uh, okay, if I say I believe that is not the elevator pitch, but I believe that also it is better suited for something like this, that uh, this should be more Fair. I mean, obviously, other apps are not something that should be ignored, and uh, I try to be completely fair regarding that uh, to, to users. Uh, I uh, try to make uh, the app uh, well designed. Uh, also, I uh, focus on uh, all concepts and trying to, to purely understand them. Uh, and I think that that is what makes this app different. Most other apps are actually copies of another uh, app. And if you look, okay, I don't say that this is completely different because it is not possible to make something completely different. But uh, uh, if you look at uh, uh, overall concept and some concepts, uh, they are significantly different in significantly enough different uh, in this app when comparing. Uh, to other text-to-speech apps. Uh, for example, uh, I was a lot of uh, folk, lot of time spent thinking about how speed uh, should be uh, made uh, in those sort of apps. Uh, in most apps, it is almost uh, the same. So you have uh, a speed button in the player on the main screen, the main player screen, 
and when you press it you got some sort of pop-up where you adjust uh, the speed is usually a slider where, where you adjust speed and that's more or less uh, every app how every app uh, works uh, speech central is different because um, i was thinking uh, uh, what user actually needs obviously there are various group of users so uh, it's not like that there is a single user and a single solution that works for everyone, but uh, in my solutions I try to, to balance all those uh, different needs that, that may come. Uh, so well, this is currently um, mostly iPhone-focused uh, app. Uh, this solution is also, uh, let's say, calibrated for uh, the iPhone, which means that uh, in this uh, case, uh, there are two customizable speeds. So you have a regular speed or standard speed, how it is called in the app, and you have also your own high speed. And uh, you can customize those in settings. Also settings are not far away from the uh, uh, player. They are one screen uh, behind the, the, the player, but uh, uh, there is that uh, switch that uh, turns between uh, those the standard speed and uh, high speed and uh, that is very convenient uh, in the situation where iPhone is actually used this allows very quickly and uh, interactive uh, uh, very uh, very uh, quick and uh, efficient uh, interaction and uh, so it is very important if you're on go I don't know if you are running uh, or uh, doing anything uh, outside, then you probably don't have actually time to to, to uh, move the slider uh, uh, to some uh, uh, new, especially move slider precisely. That's quite painful uh, operation when you are <laughs> on the go. Yes, and uh, uh, I think that this resolves the problem the best for most people. Uh, in the case of accessibility, uh, there is also that option to. Uh, actually uh, use adjustable control so that uh, speed control is also adjustable and you can easily speed up and uh, speed down uh, but uh, that's it also there are some let's, let's say specifics like uh, that the app is probably more customizable than any other app I've counted more than uh, 40 settings and one thing that I'm especially pr proud and okay some people find it at uh, essential things, uh, people find it as irrelevant, but that is clearly something that no other app uh, has. Uh, it is that uh, you can uh, uh, customize uh, buttons. So there is something that is the next button or forward button. It can be on screen, it can be on lock screen, or it can be on uh, the headphones. Uh, in either case, you can say that it uh, performs like going to the next sentence or going to the next paragraph or next bookmark, next uh, title. There are dozens of uh, capabilities. Let's not go into each other. If someone wanted, uh, he can always try the app, yes. And, uh, well, that's right. And the, the, yeah. Sorry, no, carry on. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, also one specific thing that, I, that no other app uh, does, at least not of this type, uh, headlines uh, feature. Uh, that means that you can uh, add almost any web uh, site and uh, uh, the app will read the headlines uh, for you uh, and for there, from there you can add uh, particular uh, articles to be read after the, the headlines are uh, completed. 
so this is not just based on, based on RSS feeds. Even that is not performed by text-to-speech apps, by the way, but uh, this goes even further as uh, this uh, processes a regular website, which I believe that no app, even RSS reader or any kind of app, uh, does on the App Store. So there are many things that uh, only Speech Central uh, does, yes. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about price in a second, but I think ultimately an app success uh, and to, to essentially make you money because, you know, we, we can have passion projects, but we need to eat, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you got to make money out of it to some degree. Um, I wonder about, you know, your thoughts on this because I guess this is not just built for blind or partially sighted people, right? This is built for a whole wide range of people. In fact, to be fair with this particular app, this is for anyone, right? I mean, it's not, yes. it's, it, even the, the way it self-voices allows anybody to use it. So if you're a screen reader user, you can still use your screen reader with it, like I can, Mm -hmm. but I can then choose my speed, my style of voice to suit that particular application. I have to be honest with you, Ivan, I tend to be a little bit fussy around self-voicing apps, but I love the implementation here because it's two-sided. I can have my screen reader to navigate around the the Mm -hmm. system, but I can have a separate voice, a comfortable reading voice, read the articles to me. And that's great, and that works for everyone. Okay, thanks. Uh, that's very nice uh, to hear. Uh, yes, uh, for voiceover apps, for voiceover users, uh, since the last year, so now it is almost one year since that uh, has started, uh, the app is uh, completely free. Uh, so I was like uh, thinking, it came as, I sometimes I spend time using, Speaking to different users, it is frequently useful, uh, useful because you get some feedback and you get some ideas. Uh, uh, sometimes it just reminds you of the things that you actually think to, to implement, but at some moments you thought like, okay, it is not a priority, but you heard from people, yeah, that is what, what we want. And then you, you say, okay, that I push that to the top of, of my list, not say this will be next year and something uh, like that. Um, so, uh, in this particular case, I have seen that uh, I tried always to, to also to, to take this as part of helping people, really, because, uh, okay, uh, I don't say this is uh, in part my job, so it is no secret that uh, I also need, as you said, to, to, to support uh, my uh, personal budget uh, from this, and uh, as you said, it uh, requires some uh, revenue, but... Uh, also, there are various people that uh, need various kind of uh, need. It is not need, it's not a real uh, good uh, word, but that would benefit from various kind of support from uh, uh, this sort of app. And um, I was talking like that uh, to, to one, uh, to one uh, user that uh, was blind, and uh, at that moment, actually, I didn't see something interesting regarding the future, but uh, regarding the features. But what I've seen is that uh, uh, he had uh, some sort of feeling that it was a sales pitch, and it wasn't. I mean, if you talk uh, for up that cost, I don't know if it costed, it costs now $8, probably it was the same price at that point. If you go to, to uh, one-to-one sales, you obviously can't earn uh, something, as you will spend uh, significant time that uh, simply cannot... Uh, 
deliver the, the value for, for that uh, time. The, this is not the sort of app that is uh, sold that way. And uh, at that point, I realized that, uh, I don't know, if you want to help, you should be more sincere. That, that was first, first uh, uh, sort of feeling. And then later that evening or tomorrow, I just came to the idea that uh, I can actually make uh, the app cheaper or, or free for the blind people. Uh, because uh, it is technically possible, I don't know, let's, let's say for the people that have dyslexia, that wouldn't be possible because I cannot know that someone on that phone actually has uh, a dyslexia. It depends on whether he can claim and it is not verifiable. Uh, but uh, for the blind people, you can see that uh, they are, I mean, you can check from the app that they are using voiceover and that is not something that is going to be used by uh, other people uh, that uh, want to use the app for free. Uh, that takes too much, that is too much steep uh, for them to, to go and to learn something like like that and probably yeah, even that's not going to be easy to do yes. is it? i mean no, no, no one's going to no one's going to pretend they've got mm -hmm. voiceover they're going to go to all the effort to learn how to double tap everything as yes. opposed to single tap yes. just to get a free app it's uh, probably both now even if they learn there's probably not uh, the the most efficient way to 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 use the app uh, if you don't need to to access it uh that way uh, so it felt like uh, uh, some sort of opportunity uh, both to for my app but in general to, to bring this sort of idea to the table uh, so I don't think that at the moment anyone actually is aware that uh, this is uh, technically uh, possible and that may be important uh, because just like I have thought uh, that uh, I should support uh, those people, uh, probably other people may find that uh, uh, they should support at least to some extent uh, those people. Uh, I said, uh, I was thinking at first, maybe somebody else maybe give some discount. That was my first idea. But later I tried to, to get some analytics and then I found that maybe 5% of, of my revenues come from blind people. And I was like, okay, let's give up for those five revenues, but let's make some real impact. And uh, I think that it felt, uh, I don't say that that, is com that, that money wasn't uh, completely relevant for me. For example, if you count that year, probably I'm losing one, at least one iPhone uh, a year. So it is, and I don't change iPhones each year. Uh, so obviously I could have some use uh, from that uh, uh, money, but uh, there is some change in making up free uh, or charging uh, a discount. The feeling is uh, very different both for me and both for those people that uh, that use it. Uh, so it ended up uh, being free and it will be like that uh, forever. Also it is uh, something now other people can be treated that buy the app, uh, can be also treated as some sort of donators. Uh, to make the app uh, uh, free and uh, useful to, to the to the community, so also they can feel uh, better that uh, they are part of this. And I know one of the reasons you wanted to talk today, and mm -hmm. you sent me a lovely email following one of our shows. Uh, you know, and, and you mentioned about how this show supports developers and what they do. But yes. you're you're trying to support developers as well to, to some degree with this because 
you're saying it as you've just said you know you want to make people aware of this That's right. this this functionality that a lot of developers probably don't know about it's not something i knew about i mean I, i'm not a developer so how would i know but i imagine it would be good for other developers to know that they can implement this into their apps so that if they wish to do this as well um they can yes i think that it is not uh, particularly compl uh, complicated i mean uh each app that has in-app purchase has some uh, services uh, uh, for free and also has a moment when it asks you to, to, to buy uh, something like that. You went over some limit or you want to use something that... Uh, that, And the only thing you does is to check whether the voiceover is on or off. And if it is on, you you skip that part when uh, you ask for the purchase and you, you don't let the user proceed unless he, he uh, purchases what he needs to, uh, to purchase. Uh, and uh, this is fairly simple, especially in that case when you make the app completely free. Uh, if you want to give some discount that is not overly complicated, I haven't done that, but I was in the process of thinking maybe to do that. So uh, I am aware of what should be done uh, to, to implement such functionality. It is a bit more complicated because uh, you need to have uh, then two in-app purchases. One would be for uh, the blind people and the other would be for the rest of the, the, the community. And you said that first to the uh, lower price. That's all. If you see the, the, that the user has, uh, is using voiceover at the moment of purchase, uh, probably you need to, to suggest him that uh, he can have the price, uh, he can have a discount as voiceover uh, user so that it is not some sort of, uh, uh, let's say, trick that uh, uh, he switches uh, to the voiceover just at that moment to, to, to have a discount and then turns it off. So you, you have to warn him that uh, and to check that whether he's regular voiceover, but voiceover user, but if he confirms then you proceed and he, he can get that at a lower price. Uh, as I said, I think that uh, many developers would uh, consider to, to do that if they were aware of that uh, possibility. Uh, obviously, uh, not every software so should be uh, completely free. And uh, also I'm aware that uh, blind people are capable of, uh, not all, but most are capable to, to have some their own revenues, but also most people are aware that uh, they are in harder position to, to, to do that. And uh, it should be uh, everyone who is human, I think. I mean, I don't say that those that don't give discounts aren't human, but I believe that it's a human feeling to, to give at least some discount to, to uh, be in check with that uh, reality. You brought up a really interesting point at the end there that some blind people can afford to pay um, and I wonder what the reaction has been from the community because I wonder from blind people we can say great brilliant if we're voiceover users we get the app for free I wonder though is there ever any a feeling of resentment I mean I know something you, you can't do is determine who's dyslexic as you said um, but that's that's arguably the same cause and I wonder if in some ways you're, you're maybe uh, I don't know if you're aware of the phrase building a rod for your own back, but you, you know, essentially creating a situation where you you build something which is brilliant mm -hmm. and you make it available to a, a section of society, but not another section of society. Does that does that cause a problem? Do you think is that something you've 
either run up against or, or considered? Well, uh, there are always a lot of people and, you know, the reactions are not completely the, the same. So, uh, but uh, those reactions are, are very minor uh, reactions. Um, I did, let's say, present this in, in some forums uh, for where Apple users come or at least uh, blind users of technology come like Reddit or also Apple this uh, forum. Uh, there were some users that provided negative feedback, not too many of them. One said exactly that, that you know, it feels like, okay, I understand that Maybe that was his personal feeling that uh, I point out, like uh, that the I mean that wasn't the point. And if you read carefully, I don't think that anyone could. In most people, didn't see that point. But he got that feeling that maybe blind people are not uh, capable of earning the money, which is really not what I think. But there is some there are some other things that are really important, and that is okay. Uh, in the UK, probably most people have enough uh, uh, budget uh, to buy a fairly good uh, phone but in India it is uh, quite often that people buy uh, phones at price range of let's say like $100 and uh, at that price range it is quite clear that they can't afford to, to buy the app whether they're blind or, or not uh, so uh, it's such thing I think that it is this is not the most essential tool for the blind people, but it is a fairly essential tool, especially if they are going to, to some sort of education like university, high school or something like that. It can help them uh, a lot. And at that point, I believe that it is really good to pro uh, a good thing to, to provide those people with something that is free. Another thing is that uh, I think that actually you have mentioned that in some of your podcasts, recently and it is uh, correct that uh, many blind people use this now and then they don't tend to stick especially if they are older they don't tend to stick to use it every day maybe even not uh, every week and that is quite normal there is nothing uh, wrong uh, with that that's actually probably the usual pattern for for of behavior uh, and uh, at that point they might if they need to pay something they might come to to also absolutely regular way of thinking that maybe they shouldn't pay for something that they use maybe once a year or maybe once in a few months it depends on on the on the person but if it is free free you can install it and you don't have to take care of it and that that's that are some of the points I think it's a decent thing you're doing I think it's a really <laughs> decent thing you're doing and uh, I I would support that um and, and I think it would be good if, if there is a way for us to donate either the money back. So say, for example, I get it and I get it for free because I'm a voiceover user. Then if I can donate back to you in some way the, the amount of the app, that would at least give me that option. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people would then have, it would be a free app to download for me, but then I would be able to pay for it back to you. Do you, do you know what I mean? Just yeah. just have an option, I think, for that. I think that would be really good. I, I want to ask you, just on, on payment, um, a lot of apps are moving towards subscription, mm -hmm. and I, I'm, I'm really. I'm, anytime I speak to a developer, I want to ask this question: Where are you on this? Because with a lot of companies now, or a lot of actual individuals now who create apps, in order to make money, in order to have revenue coming in, 
you really need to have a subscription model because you need that consistency, right? You, you, you can put out the best app in the world. If you pay for it once, that's great. But, you know, three years down the line, everyone's paid for it. You're still developing it. You're still keeping it going. Um, how do you how do you eat at the end of the day? So I'm just intrigued to know your, your thoughts. I'm obsessed with you eating, Ivan. I want you to eat more. Um, but, yes, you know, what, what, is, <laughs> what, what are you... Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? What's your take on, on subscription versus essentially a, a one payment? Uh, well, I, I think that it is essential to for business to, to be stable and to have stable uh, revenues. That's uh, a fair point and uh, obviously something that uh, is uh, open to discussion. Uh, I have fairly good revenues at the moment for my standards. So obviously if I was UK developer, maybe I would say that I still need uh, uh, some more. Uh, I hope that uh, I will have even more and uh, maybe even to reach some level that uh, even, let's say, some UK developer would say, okay, maybe this isn't too much for a de- for UK developer, but this gives me some sort of freedom and it is still fair, it is still a reasonable uh, income and uh, that's also uh, important. Uh, and that's it, that feeling that you're actually doing something good is uh, 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 something that uh, you can't uh, trade all money for that, but probably you can trade some money <laughs> for that. Just like you can trade some money that you regulate where you regulate when you're going to work and they're not going to work. But again, you are quite right that uh, it is possible to trade uh, to, to some level. At some level, you say, well, I need this money. <laughs> I can't, I can't uh, afford this. Uh, uh, so the point, uh, I'm not quite sure that uh, it is uh, uh, easy to give some endpoint uh, answer to, to, to this uh, question. Uh, I think that... Uh, Revenues are fairly regular in the meaning that uh, every day, uh, thanks to God, uh, new people get born and at some point they become uh, your user for some some reason, just like previous people become uh, previous. I mean, not saying that they, they necessarily go away, but uh, I wasn't thinking that, yeah. that dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about people who are alive. People, yeah, yeah. people who are alive tend to buy apps more. That is fact. Uh, and so there are other situations, like some people will always switch for iPhone to Android. Their license is not uh, valid. They will buy the app there. Uh, also, some people may decide uh, if they jump to iPhone to buy uh, the app for the, the Mac. Uh, so that is all the offer windows, that is all additional revenue uh, for me. Uh, I said that uh, just to, to be completely clear about uh, that app being free, it is free on uh, Android and uh, also on iOS because the app has their in-app purchases. And uh, I can check before I ask people to, to uh, pay whether they are voiceover users or talkback users, as, as it is said in Android world. But uh, on Windows and Mac, uh, I found that uh, that business model doesn't work that well and uh, that people simply tend, uh, probably based on their negative experience with in-app purchases, to, to prefer actually paid uh, apps. And uh, 
paid apps also means that you purchase on the App Store, whether it is uh, Mac App Store or Microsoft Store. And um, as the purchase is happening before the app is running, uh, I can't actually see whether someone is using VoiceOver or not. And in this case, if one needs to, to use the app on this, those platforms, uh, he must purchase the app in all cases. Yeah, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? How one platform lets you do it and yet the others don't give you that. That's interesting. Um, I know another area of interest for you is uh, around voices uh, on these devices mm -hmm. and, and uh, taking the iPhone, for example, and I guess the Mac as well to some degree now, uh, using Siri voices and being able to use yes. them in apps. Uh, well, this is an area, this is a bit of a bone of contention for you, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, well, uh, uh I, for some time, that is probably that's more than a year, maybe two years or three years, I'm not sure exactly when it started. Uh, there are people coming like, why I can't use uh, a Siri voice? And that is a regular question, but it's not a question for me. It is a question for Apple, because Apple uh, decided that uh, Siri voice should be, can be used only with, within their apps. Uh, now, there is not official explanation why is that, or at least I haven't found, but uh, I'm quite sure that uh, it happens because uh, uh, they want uh, to, to prevent fraud, they want to prevent scam and uh, things like that. Uh, it is similar that, uh, for example, Microsoft does with uh, Cortana uh, voice, so Cortana is much less popular, but the principle is, uh, is uh, similar. Uh, as you can see, if my app uh, could use Siri voice without limitations, maybe I could ask people some private things and they would think, oh, Siri is asking me, let's, let's answer. And then I would put that to, to, to some server and maybe if I was a real criminal, I would get some data that would open some doors for me to, to, to further uh, proceed uh, in, in the fraud and maybe, I don't know, I could make some phone call and use those facts that I that they would think that I'm actually their bank or uh, uh, whatever. So it is uh, quite uh, legitimate to, to think about that and it is good that Apple is thinking about that, uh, but uh, the problem is that uh, on the other hand, users obviously suffer for this. I mean, if users coming and asking me why it doesn't work, that means that uh, uh, it uh, represents a problem uh, for them. And uh, I was thinking about this and actually there are quite a lot of solutions that Apple could provide. Maybe they were not thinking about them. Maybe they didn't have time to, to implement. Maybe that wasn't uh, a priority. But uh, for example, now you have uh, I think five Siri voices in US, I'm not sure in UK, but Siri is surely more than one voice. They usually provide at least male and female uh, voice. And in such case, if you pick one voice uh, for the assistant, I think that other voice should be available out of the box for, for every app to, to use because they are obviously different than the voice that you use uh, for the assistant. But even to use the, the assistant voice, could be available to uh, to apps, but in this time, in this case, you should treat that like security problem, uh, just like I don't know location or camera or microphone. So my app can't use uh, the location of the user without the permission. But uh, if the user gives me a permission, uh, then uh, I can have that uh, information and. Uh, 
that means that users trust uh, to me that uh, I'll uh, process that information in a proper way. It is. It should be the same with uh, the Siri voice. Uh, so if my app uh, asks something like that, it is reasonable that uh, that is something that it is not asking for some illegitimate reasons, but actually to, to provide better service to, to users and probably most users would uh, find that uh, something that would improve and click yes and use, uh, some of them would use that Siri voice. Uh, also, it is um, quite important to know that uh, it, for several years Apple is developing own uh, Siri voices. Uh, those other voices, I think that maybe in five years or something like that are staying as they are. Uh, I think that Apple licensed all of them from someone else as far as I uh, know. And Siri voices are completely developed by Apple. I started that was also by with help from some company, but I think that now Apple completely develops them. Uh, it is also important that uh, it fully uses uh, uh, the capabilities of uh, iPhone. So iPhone has uh, a special CPU that's processor that uh, has uh, a neural engine and uh, it is capable to uh, deliver much higher performance uh, for this particular use case and Siri voices you delivered that so I think I couldn't check because of the limitations but I believe that uh, Siri voices uh, also use much less of a battery when uh, they're being used which is great and again as they are improved from year to year in five years time it is quite sure that they will completely be that they will be something that that is quite quite uh, great and i think that it is important for apple to let uh, this uh, other to, to enable other apps to use it in some way uh, again it is not just important uh, for apple but for all users of those apps and it comes that those users actually frequently uh, uh, in some sort of need for that, just like blind people, just like people that have dyslexia, people that have limited attention, and there are many other neurodivergencies. That is a bit harder word. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> uh, that, uh, that really, would really benefit from that. And uh, I think that it, that's message properly arrived to Apple that they will quite quickly realize how that, that important is and they would put that as a priority. Uh, as part of that, uh, one my user, when I informed him regarding this, uh, he was thinking and he started one. Uh, actually, I have always encouraged other people to, to write to Apple. Maybe it will help. Uh, there are like there is email for accessibility at, at apple.com and also there is feedback assistant available on the Mac and on the web and you can write that way to, to Apple now whether every single uh, it depends who reads that it is not always that someone uh, who is really aware of accessibility problems will read that and maybe it won't especially if it is for feedback assistant uh, but clearly the more people ask, the, the greater chances that it will come to, to someone who will realize that that is uh, important. That, uh, I started about that uh, user and he came up with the idea to, to write an online petition so that also we have some uh, feedback how many people actually support that and that Apple has also that uh, a publicly presented number to, to see that some people support it. 
Uh, at this point, we have reached something like uh, 150 users supporting this. That is not too much, not too little either. Uh, but uh, it is mostly uh, most of those users came through through my contacts or contacts of uh, that users. There were currently no uh, public support, like at least this uh, podcast, where he didn't have some chance to to present it to to some. Uh, a larger public and I hope that uh, more users will consider this also uh, I am hopeful that you know some people don't benefit too much from for, from that just like I said uh, and just like uh, we were talking before uh, not all users that are blind use my app every day and maybe they're not too motivated to think about improving experience in, in, in my up. But I think that there is something that is uh, a solidarity. I said uh, people that uh, that are blind and that uh, go to, to university or to high school, they need it. And uh, they, they could largely benefit from that. And I'm hopeful that it doesn't take too much effort to, to, to support that. And from everyone who, who understands how it is much important, uh, even if he doesn't have a direct big benefit from that i'm hopeful that he will support it i think what's crucial here is people understand how this all works and i think you would automatically think i would have automatically thought prior to this conversation and before prior to us discussing this that the idea of a city voice being in an app was to do with apple right i, I would or possibly even you, the developer, actually, more likely, that you, the developer, had some control over that. And therefore, why are you not adding this into this app? This would be really useful. Look, Apple have provided all these great tools. Why are you not using them? And of course, the reality is that's not capable or not able for you to be able to do. I'll rephrase all this and I'll re-record this question, I am sure, because my English is awful. Um, please don't think yours is ever bad. Yours is perfect compared to mine. <laughs> And I live here, right, supposedly. Um, although I'm Scottish, not English, so, you know, we always like to make that slight distinction. But um, but here's the thing. You know, you are creating something, you're, you're bringing up a point which a lot of people will not be aware of the, the, the reality behind. And I think that's really important. So the awareness of that is great. So I'm really pleased you came on to, to share all this. And uh, I hope people go and try out the app. I hope, especially blind people, right? Because we get it for free. So go try it out. What's what's not to love on iOS? So uh, do 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 that. Um, Ivan, it's been great talking to you. I really thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for inviting me to, to this uh, podcast. Yes, it was also great for me uh, to be here and to talk to you. Ivan Eachin, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about Speech Central, a very interesting app. I cannot wait to hear what our audience think about it. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, if you want to know more about it, check out the show notes. You can download the app there. And remember, if you're a voiceover user, you get to uh, download the app and use it for free. You can tell us your thoughts on that as well. Do you like that idea? Uh, that's it from us today, though. Remember, of course, you can get in touch in all the usual ways. Those details coming up. And a reminder, you can find out all about us on blindguytalkstech.com. We're back tomorrow with more. Catch you then. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.